0: Right, news roundup information overload Hour toll free it's 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program so it's day 349 since joe abandoned uh our fellow americans in the islamic emirates of afghanistan we're now coming up you know next year next week it'll be one year since he made the promise that he would never do that so it's a disaster but joe tells us oh no every, this one perfectly couldn't have gone any better we still have even Tony Blinken admits American citizens that don't want to be there. They are stuck behind enemy lines, never mind the thousands of green card holders eligible to live in the U.S. legally. They're stuck there. I got to give credit. I think two of the most powerful videos I've ever seen in my life uh, have been done by Five for Fightings. John Andrasik, he's a friend of the program. He recently went to Ukraine and put together, I think, the most powerful video I've seen in a long time. Uh, uh, he had a, a full Ukrainian orchestra as he sings his song, Can One Man Save the World, right there from the battleground of an airport that had pretty much been bombed to smithereens. Listen. Sean Andrasik joins us now. I'm not, you know, we've been friends a long time. As powerful as your first video was, this one was even way more powerful.
1: Well, thank you, Sean. Thank you for having me. It was a surreal experience. Uh, When I went to Ukraine with Save Our Allies, uh, who I met actually doing work in Afghanistan, we had no idea we'd be able to film the video in front of the Maria, the, the symbol of Ukrainian independence, the biggest cargo plane in the world that Putin destroyed in the early days of the war to try to gut punch Ukraine. And to have this orchestra playing in that setting, in that bombed out airport with Russian tanks blown up and frankly, human remains still around, I think really showed symbolically the fortitude of the Ukrainian people through this orchestra and and hopefully reminds people of exactly what you're talking about. The plight of these people that the war is dragging on, that we're writing checks, but there's no oversight. And and I fear, Sean, if, if we allow Putin to devour Ukraine, then it's going to be our soldiers, our sons and daughters, fighting this war in Europe uh, in a couple of years. So the consequences are historic. We cannot allow this to happen. Um, our country seems to be standing on the sidelines. And just like Afghanistan, it's a, it's a disgrace.
0: It's a disgrace. I just want you to describe the situation, though, because, I mean, it's, it's very hard. I mean, people have to watch the video. We'll put it up on Hannity.com. I want people to know, too, um, that if if you download the song and you go, I'm sure most of you now want to. Uh, but he, he this is his Ukrainian tribute song. One man saved the world with the Ukrainian orchestra um, at this blown air, blown out airport in front of Ukrainians. And this the world's largest cargo plane that Russia destroyed. And I, I just want you to know that that money goes to the Save Our Allies group. And these are people that are donating their time, risking their lives, trying to save people and, and helping the Ukrainians out.
1: Save Our Allies, actually actually know them well, Sean. They saved the Fox News reporter Benjamin Hall's life. I literally met the guy. I saw the ambulance he was in. They were doing incredible work in Afghanistan, still are, rescued 12 thousand allies in 10 days, and now are leading the humanitarian operations in Ukraine. Uh, Their relationship with President Zelensky allowed us to go to Ukraine and film this video. And this is just step one, Sean. Uh, You talked about the fact that we have an economic policy, a political policy that's not working. We need a culture front on this war. We need a Live Aid-type concert. Every big artist, every superstar, Springsteen U2 doing a global concert for Ukraine this fall to put the spotlight back on Ukraine and remind the Russian people that they are the ones who are pariahs. Music can make a difference, Sean. You know it. It can break borders. So we need to do our part as artists, and that's what I'm calling for right now.
0: So I'm going to tell you behind the scenes that I've had many conservatives say, Hannity, you got to stop. We can't afford another quagmire, 20-year conflict that's never that's always ongoing, and we only give them enough munitions to survive but we never give them the munitions to win now i'm going to be honest john i want Zelensky to win the war but if we only provide them enough weaponry to just hang in there and we don't give them the weaponry to win you know the arguments that conservative friends of mine are making and by the way they were gung-ho beating putin they wanted putin destroyed and they wanted him pushed out of ukraine and they even wanted him pushed out of crimea and they also realize, as I do, that his territorial ambitions may go way beyond Ukraine. It may go to Poland. God only knows where else in Europe he wants to go to. Wouldn't be the first time that we have seen that, would it? So I'm torn because I see these, these heroes. I see great valor. I see amazing courage. And with the equipment that they're given, they're, they're making the best use of it. They just don't have enough. And the question is, at what point does somebody stand up and say, now give them the equipment to win? Because that level of, of commitment has never gone to Zelensky or to Ukraine, has it?
1: It has not. We've been basically writing checks saying, oh, we're doing something and giving them just enough to lose. They need long-range defensive weapons. It's not, it's, it's not a secret how Russia wins these wars. They ground and pound you, encircle you, and over time devour you. And we know what what Ukraine needs. We know what Zelensky needs. And you're exactly right. Uh, I understand why the American people are frustrated. We're all frustrated. But as I said, what are the consequences of allowing Ukraine to be taken by Putin? It's not Afghanistan. Afghanistan was a moral disgrace. But it's not geopolitical threatens the existence of the United States, if we allow Putin to reconstitute the Soviet Union, then there will be our soldiers dying in Eastern Europe. And we're not even talking about Taiwan. We talked months ago how Afghanistan would tip Ukraine. Here we are. Now, Taiwan's on the brink. You know, they're watching what's happening here. So, as I said, I think it's historic consequences. Hopefully, this song, this concert can shame the rest of the world into doing exactly what we're talking because it's not just the United States. Germany's promised all this military equipment. They've done virtually nothing. So there's been a lot of talk, little action, and I, I just fear, I fear, Sean, I do not want our soldiers dying in, in this escalation. I know you don't either. Um, it's, uh, it's historic times, but we have to will up and do the right thing. What would Reagan do? You tell me. What would Reagan do? He would not be seen on the sidelines, you know, assisting a slow loss a free country.
0: I don't think you would either. I mean, and that's the difference. You know, the the amazing thing in all of this to me is that this is a winnable war. Most Russians do not approve of what Vladimir Putin has done. Now he's a thug He's a murderer. He's a dictator. He, he rules by intimidation and fear. So most Russians have kind of been silent about all of this, uh, but they don't support the war. They They fully understand the sovereignty issue involving Ukraine. They don't want to go back to the days of Soviet expansionism, and and yet here we are, this one guy has all the power, and, and he's making all the decisions, but the fact that they've even been able to hold them off as long as they have has been somewhat miraculous, and I think a tribute to the American people, and, and Zelensky, um, I'm not sure if you saw this week, but... Putin now is openly saying he's going for Zelensky. I'm, and I'm surprised up to this point that he has survived as long as he has. And I, and believe me, I want this guy to survive. 95% of world leaders would have been on an airplane with millions, if not tens and hundreds of millions of dollars in cash and currency and, and precious metals, and they would be sitting on a beach somewhere enjoying the rest of their lives, not giving a flying rip about their country.
1: Not only did he stay, but his wife and his children stayed, knowing that they'd likely be murdered. And we talk about freedom, we talk about liberty, we talk about our past of of doing the right thing, uh, being the leaders of the world. And we're looking right now at, at, at our soul. This song is not about President Zelensky per se, it's not even about the Ukrainian people. It's like, who are we? Are we the America of Normandy? Are we the America that brought down the Berlin Wall? Or we the America that abandoned our citizens and allies in Afghanistan are going to watch Putin reconstitute the Soviet Union, committing atrocities daily? I don't know, Sean.
0: Quick break. We'll come right back. More with John Andresik, Five for Fighting, back from Ukraine, the most powerful video I think he's done in his career. Can one man save the world? You can download it, all of it. The money goes to charity. Listen, I I have now fallen in love with new technology as it relates to firearms, and you're going to fall in love with it as well. For example, ammo, if you want to go out, it's a very short supply. It's very expensive, more so than usual. And you can train and become a marksman without live ammunition, and you can do it in the comfort of your own house thanks to the technology of Mantis X. I use it now all the time. As a matter of fact, all the best shooters in the world do a majority of their training using this dry fire practice system at home. If you believe in your Second Amendment rights, you gotta have to you also have to act on your Second Amendment responsibility to be competent and confident in your shooting ability. Go to their website, check it out, you're gonna love it. Mantisx.com. That's mantisx.com. All right, more with John Andresic and his his powerful video that he shot in Ukraine with the Ukrainian Orchestra. It's amazing. You're gonna want to download it. And if you do, all of the proceeds go to the charity, the benefit of the Save Our Allies uh, charitable arm. They're going in there and saving people every single day, an amazing group. You had an opportunity when you were in Ukraine to meet Zelensky. What did you think of
1: him? I didn't meet Zelensky. I met with many of his generals. I met with many of the people there. Um, certainly he was busy, and I, I frankly, I didn't go there for a photo op. I went there to make a cultural bullet in this war and have this video start a culture front on this war but the ukrainian people are insane they're 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 insanely courageous they're compassionate they are um so human they uh to play with this orchestra and look into their eyes virtually every person in that orchestra had someone either killed or missing or at the front um and and to be there to see firsthand what they're experiencing i wish every american could see what i saw i think any kind of doubt or hesitancy to do whatever it takes to help them win this war would would evaporate. But um, but no one's been know.
0: amazing. I saw pictures and and you were there. And I wonder if you picked this up as well. They had kids that were in high school dressed up in like their prom outfits and. You know, amongst the rubble of what was Ukraine and some of these these blown out towns. Now, Putin and all his viciousness and all his evil was literally targeting apartment buildings and schools and institutions and hospitals. I mean, it just a, a war of, of pure terror and hostility. And then here are these kids that would have otherwise been at their high school graduations and their proms all dressed up in their prom dresses amongst the rubble of war. And that, to me, was the, some of the saddest imagery I've seen out of this.
1: It breaks your heart. Our, our translator was a young woman, a bartender, um, and then she, like so. Hey, many, stop
0: making fun of bartenders! I used to do that for a living. You know.
1: <laughs> I know you did.
0: I, I was really good at it too.
1: Highly esteemed profession, and uh, but to your point, you know, she she had the courage to to quit and join the army, and she's this this woman who's about to be married. She's this kid that should be enjoying her early 20s. And she's fighting this war for the survival of her country. Um, and as you said, it's a war that can be won. And the geopolitical consequences are enormous. And uh, I think one reason I made this video is to to try to refocus the world and bring other artists with me. Because I do think if the artists of the world stand with Ukraine... and You, you, uh, you, you
0: really Ukraine. think Bono and, and Bruce Springsteen will join with you in this?
1: We'll find out. Bono went, you know, he went to Ukraine. And uh, Pink Floyd wrote a song about Ukraine. I think uh, sometimes you just need somebody to to start the the process. You know, we saw Zelensky drag the rest of the world to the right side of history. You start seeing Polish presidents, uh, Boris Johnson, go down the list. Nobody thought they'd be in Kiev. And uh, maybe we can do that uh, musically and take the lead on this. Because if we don't... you know,
0: God help us. I don't think we have a president that knows where Kiev is on the map, but that's my own personal opinion. <laughs> uh, I, I praise you for what you're doing. You're a good friend. You're a brave soul, and it's the most powerful video I think you've done in your career, and you've had an amazing career to date, and I'm sure you're going to do much more. Uh, John Andresic, and by the way, if you want to help, if you download this Ukraine tri- uh, tribute song, one man Can One Man Save the World?, Uh, all the benefits, all of the profits go to the Save Our Allies uh, group that he worked with to get there and do this powerful video of his. Uh, John, great to have you. Thank you, my friend. Thanks so much, Sean. 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. Quick break, right back. Hey, today more than ever, we're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills, but where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings can seem impossible. And by the way, who has the time? Now, HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your family insurance and reviews your medical claims as they come in from your healthcare providers. Then HealthLock's technology flags and alerts you to any errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud to help you and your family save. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save more than $130 million. Now, saving on medical bills starts with knowing where to look. HealthLock, they make it simple and easy to find and fix any hidden medical bill error. Now, to save, go to their website. It's HealthLock.com. One word, HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. Just go to burner.com slash Hannity. Right now, you'll get 10% off. That's B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Hannity. You are listening to the best of The Sean Hannity Show, and stay tuned. More memorable moments, interesting guests, and a lot of fun coming up next. I just want to go over John uh, Kirby sparring with Peter Ducey and kind of insulting him because Peter Ducey, you know, Why why didn't Biden ever call out President Xi on threatening to shoot down Pelosi's plane or unfair trade practices or covid-19 or, uh, you know, intellectual property theft or the treatment of the minority Uyghurs? Not a single thing. But yet, President Xi threatens our own president and he doesn't lift a finger. Anyway, here's that exchange yesterday.
1: President Biden's known him for decades. Yeah. He's got a lot of free time up there in the residence this week. He doesn't have free time. He he can't he's, just pick up the phone and
0: he's call? He's been working all the way through his illness, quite frankly, Peter. So that's a little bit insulting.
1: And um, as for a it's call, insulting it, it is. To, to it is. A, that someone who is isolating by himself.
0: You suggested he has a lot of free time as if he's not doing anything. And you know that's not the case, Mr. Ducey. No, that's always the case. Peter Ducey, as always, was right on the money. Then we have this other issue that we've been pointing out and covering at great length, and that is China buying up all of this farmland and all this ranch land and a lot of it around military installations. Uh, Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida talked about it in an interview with Laura Ingram, and here's what he said.
1: Well, I don't think they should be able to do it. I think the problem is, is these companies have ties to the CCP, and it's not always apparent on the face of Mm. whatever a company is doing. But I think it's a huge problem, the influence that they have. Now, what we have done in Florida, I've signed legislation to crack down on undue influence from rogue states, including the CCP.
0: Unbelievable. Well, DeSantis is right, and it makes absolutely no sense. Shell Company, whatever it is straw buyers. You can't have China buying up our farmland and buying up our our ranches and spending enormous amounts of money, especially near military installations. This is insane. You think China would ever let any U.S. citizen buy up land uh near their military installations? I tend to doubt it. I don't even think it's a question. Anyway, Gordon Chang is with us. He is the author of The Coming Collapse of China and the Great U.S.-China Tech War. We saw a little bit of uh, some of their technical abilities, as apparently they did a cyber attack on Taiwan when Nancy Pelosi showed up. Uh, how are you, Mr. Chang? Welcome back.
2: Thank you so much, Sean. You
0: know, I, I look at this. It starts with the phone conversation with, with President Xi and with Joe Biden, and and of course the the threat of President Xi, not only against Biden but against Nancy Pelosi. You play with fire; you're going to get burned. Threatening to shoot down Nancy Pelosi's plane, and I'm thinking, if I'm the president. I'm going to be demanding answers on covid. I'm going to be demanding answers on human rights abuses with the Uyghurs, the minority community and the treatment of of these people. I'm going to be demanding answers on unfair trade practices and intellectual property theft and their saber rattling and flying their fighter jets over Taiwan airspace constantly. Joe Biden didn't do any of that, to my knowledge. Why not?
2: I think it's because Biden has this view of China, Sean, that we need to cooperate with it. So he's willing to overlook genocide, crimes against humanity, theft of US intellectual property, deliberately releasing the coronavirus beyond China's borders, all of these things. But also there's the question that we have to confront, and that is. What is the relationship of the Biden family with the Communist Party of China? We ha- don't have all the answers to there, but we also don't have a Justice Department that seems to be very enthusiastic about finding those critical answers.
0: Well, we know that's a fact. I mean, Director Ray was questioned yesterday extensively about this. Now they've had Hunter Biden's laptop uh, the longest of anybody because uh, the the repairman the mac repair guy john paul mac isaac um he actually had hunter's laptop saw things on there that he thought the fbi should know about and first handed it over to the fbi they had it for years now and director ray still has no answers I'm, I'm pretty certain if it was a trump child's laptop that there would have been severe consequences at this point but i think you're right on one one very critical point why did he approve the Nord Stream 2 pipeline for Vladimir Putin while simultaneously canceling the Keystone pipeline in this country. Uh, could it be related to Hunter and the 3.5 million he got from an oligarch for, for what we can see next to nothing in terms of work? Uh, the 1.5 billion dollar deal with the Bank of China, the $100,000 shopping spree with a Chinese national. Uh, does the Biden family syndicate business go into Joe wanting to at a a time we're paying the most we've ever paid for a gallon of gasoline, give them a, a million barrels of our strategic petroleum reserves and lifting tariffs that Donald Trump had put in place? Why give them special considerations when they're threatening us?
2: Yes, and they're not asking those questions. But one thing we know, Sean, for sure, and that is that Hunter Biden failed to report substantial amounts of income. That's income tax evasion. That's a federal crime. You start there, and then you start getting at the other things that you've talked about, which, of course, are more important. But we don't really see very much in the way of vigorous law enforcement activity on the part of the IRS, the U.S. Attorney's Office in Wilmington, or the FBI. And the American people need to have answers because here we have on its face a foreign government buying a family, which now occupies the Oval Office.
0: All right, so let's talk about how your read on China. Now, your book, The Coming Collapse of China, why do you believe that they will collapse?
2: I believe they'll collapse because their system is unsustainable, that it can go if, uh, for instance, foreign companies and foreign investors keep it going, Um, It can go if we allow them to steal our intellectual property. But the system on its own is unsustainable. Um, I have thought that they would fail before now, but right now we're seeing signs of economic failure inside China. And the only things that are keeping the economy going are foreign investors into the equity markets, plus also export sales to the United States and other locations. That means we're keeping the Communist Party in business, Sean. That means President Biden is rescuing our enemy.
0: All right, so let me ask you. So would any other president at this point in time, when China is threatening our ally Taiwan, threatening to shoot down a a plane with the Speaker of the House in it, uh, threatening the president of the United States on a phone call and then state media bragging about it. Um, would any other president respond with the offer of a million barrels of, of strategic petroleum reserve oil and, and lifting tariffs? Because I can't think of one.
2: Yeah, I can't think of one either. Um, you know, we're looking at the Biden um, uh, policies from day one. I mean, hours on, into his office, policies that are inexplicable and that's just continued um and the communist party loves the biden administration because we're seeing these pro-china policies biden is as pro-china as he possibly can be he is certainly going to help the party and you know as i mentioned it was just hours into his office when he reversed and revoked a president trump's executive order banning the importation of electrical equipment from china in other words president trump was trying to protect our grid Joe Biden was determined to let the Chinese sabotage it. This is really wrong.
0: Let me let me ask you this, because I've maybe I'm seeing things a lot differently than you are, and, and you're definitely the expert on China. I am not. But I've been watching China build up their military, build up their military, build up their military. Uh, I see that the United States and other Western countries are making the same mistakes that Western European countries made with Russia, and that is they became dependent on the lifeblood of their economy, energy from Russia and Vladimir Putin, a hostile regime, hostile actor. And America's become way too reliant on Chinese imports. And so I'm not seeing a, a weak China government here or, or communist Chinese uh, government at all. I'm seeing that they're getting stronger militarily, and I see that they want to be the world's dominant economy, and I see that they're making every move possible to show their territorial ambitions and they're doing it with impunity.
2: Yeah, I mean it's it's not only they want to dominate have the dominant economy in the world, they want to rule the world. And also, Sean, they want to rule the moon and Mars because we have Chinese officials since 2018 talking in public about how the near heavenly bodies should be considered part of the People's Republic of China. Um You're absolutely right. The Chinese military is getting stronger and stronger, but the Chinese economy is showing signs of contraction. There's the debt crisis, the bank runs, the mortgage boycotts, all of it. And so this is a a regime that I think will lash out because it realizes it needs to make sure that the Chinese people don't focus on the problems at home because of their military misadventure abroad. That's the reason why China is...
0: Do you think that maybe President Xi's reign is more tenuous than is being projected?
2: I think that it is more tenuous than people think, um, largely because even though he probably will get his unprecedented third term as general secretary of the Communist Party later this year, he probably will be surrounded by officials who don't share his views on for instance the economy because it's clear that uh, his his economic policies are failing and that people in the communist party don't believe that he should be running the economy this means there's going to be continued turmoil as xi jinping tries to get rid of officials he doesn't like and that means a chinese regime in turmoil is a dangerous china especially dangerous to the united states See-
0: I think the way to, to battle back against Putin would be for all Western countries to not buy any energy, any gas or oil from Vladimir Putin. I think with China, I think every Western nation, because of their hostilities, they ought to stop all imports from China. If they do, that's that's that'll destroy their economy, guaranteed, and that would precipitate the collapse that you're predicting.
2: Yeah, I'm 100% with you, Sean. We shouldn't be buying anything from China. We shouldn't be investing in China. We shouldn't be allowing Chinese parties to buy our ranch land and our farms. We shouldn't be expropriating Chinese ranches and farms. We need to cut ties because, Sean, China uses every point of contact with us to take down our society. And we're being overwhelmed. We can lose our country. And until we can manage this relationship, that relationship needs to go to zero.
0: Well, I don't think it's just the United States that should take that posture. I think it's all Western countries ought to unite. Now, there was a recent meeting with the chairman of the Joint Chiefs, General Milley, uh, in Australia with his counterparts uh, from 26 different countries dealing with this very issue. Uh, I I mean, I talked to other people in in the defense industry. They say that if we had a military conflict with China today, we, we might very well lose. That scares me.
2: Yeah, and we could very well lose because, among other things... China has some better weapons than we do, especially long-range cruise missiles. They're developing hypersonic glide vehicles. Uh, and we have a navy which is broken. And in general, our military is now being infected by woke ideology, which means we're training people to hate our country while we ask them to defend us. This is serious. You know, as Abraham Lincoln said and you know, famously said, look, you know, no one's ever going to be able to defeat the United States. It's we're going to defeat ourselves, and that's exactly what's happening.
0: Well, that was a warning from Alexander Solzhenitsyn many, many years ago. Quick break, more with Gordon Chang, author of The Coming Collapse of China and the Great U.S.-China Tech War. Hey, listen, we're halfway through 2022. It's already been a big year for healthcare data breaches. LifeLock.com, 1-800-LIFELOCK, promo code Hannity. All right, we continue with Gordon Chang, his book, The Coming Collapse of China, The Great China-U.S. Uh, Tech War. Well, let me ask you this. How does China, how does President Xi, how does, how does he view uh, Joe Biden versus how did he view Donald Trump? What's the difference?
2: Well, the difference is that Xi Jinping does not respect Biden. We know this from the Chinese propaganda, especially after the fall of Afghanistan. The propaganda was very clear how the Chinese leadership views us. And we reinforce this notion that the United States is weak when we failed to stop Vladimir Putin from invading Ukraine. We know that China has been all in supporting the Russian war effort, and Biden complains about it in public, but he doesn't sanction the Chinese for obviously going to the aid of Russia, including supplying military information and perhaps military equipment, which looks like it's on the horizon. That's because they don't respect the United States.
0: Not under Joe Biden, for sure, but I do think he feared President Trump. Um... What are the odds Taiwan and, quote, reunification, as he calls it, happens within the next year and a half?
2: It is much higher than most people think. Um, We have a Pentagon, for
0: instance. I think it's 95%.
2: It could be very high, um, and especially because um, Xi Jinping has staked his legitimacy on taking Taiwan, and the Biden administration is not making those investments in our military that are necessary to stop the chinese and there's always the possibility of an accident china especially for the last two months has engaged in an intensified campaign of dangerous intercepts in the air around Scary. china and last those could become an accident
0: what are the odds the biden families compromised by china and russia and that's the last question
2: um By Russia, I don't know, but by China, I think it's well over fifty percent. I think we're in the ninety-five percent territory. Um, When we find out more, it goes to one hundred percent.
0: All right, thank you, Gordon Chang, author of "The Coming Collapse of China" and "The Great U.S.-China Tech War." Uh, Appreciate your expertise and your knowledge. Pretty frightening, pretty chilling when you dig down deep into it. Now, don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, Sean Hannity here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, well, instinct, that might drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of using deadly force. Now, enter.